My name is Vida Sister Prince. Today is February 29, 1992, uh, and I am interviewing Bob Chambers for the Missouri Historical Society uh, about World War II. Bob and his wife came off the farms to St. Louis in 1943. Uh, Bob came to work in defense plants and Pearl by getting a job as a nurse's aide in the hospital. I got Bob Chambers' name from George Sexton, um, who is at the Secretary Treasurer of the Aerospace Council, um, and that is the uh, International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, AFL-CIO, and that's uh, District 837. Right. Okay, I'm. I'm Sitting with Pearl and Bob, and um, where were you born, Bob? Louisiana. In Louisiana? New Orleans. You want to pull up closer? Yeah, we want to get the voice, maybe. Where were you born, Pearl? Kaboom, Missouri. Kaboom, Missouri. And is that, so where did you all meet? In Kaboola. Okay. Well, not in Kaboola, actually, it's out in the country. How far is that? It's a I can't tell you how far it is because uh, it takes well, it's about four hours to get there. Yeah, about that. By car? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's down there where Highway 60 and 63 come in together down there okay. in Texas County. And uh, when were you married? 1929. 1929? Mm -hmm. September 22nd. And you had a farm? No, we, we did, did farm, but we. Yeah. That was our school. Uh, tell me what you did in 1929. How did you support yourself? You want me to talk? Yes. Well, we started out trying to farm. Mm -hmm. We went in debt for our feed and fertilizer and cattle and everything like that. Then all of a sudden, I wish also went to farming and I sowed oats and wheat and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, the drought came and uh, the hard times came. And we didn't make it. You said the drought. Drought. Okay. That's dry weather. That's everything dried up. And and there was a depression. Depression yeah. come right on behind. Oh, yeah, right behind. Yeah. So we, did you had you owned a piece of land or were you just farming? She, it, it was hers, really. Yeah. Oh, it was your grandmother. Farm, um, where I was raised. Her and I lived together. Mm -hmm. All right. So you you uh, she raised you. Mm-hmm. So you. Um, we're both adopted. You both adopted? Mm hmm So you had a lot of in common. Yes, I do. And how long have you been married now? Be sixty three years this September. You're very young looking, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so are you. And you. <laughs> um how long did you know each other before you married? Oh, uh, see I was going to school. We were farms, had farms out there close together. Not, well, yeah. they did join. Our ore place joined. Yeah, we a, couple, two. a couple of years anyway, maybe three. I knew her longer than that, I guess, but we went together a couple of years. So, your date of birth is? February 16th. You were the date? 1912. Doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did you give yours? No. Your date of birth? Uh, February 9th. Oh, six. Oh, six. Okay. I think you told me over the phone. Mm -hmm. All right. So, 
So you met, you married, and you started the farm. And when did you give up the farm? Well, we we had to give all that up. I turned everything back in. Owed, I even had money borrowed from the government. I was on them when I came up here. And we had we owed the grocery store, two grocery stores. And I let the fellow that sold me the cows, I had made an oath for that. I borrowed him took a loan on he took a loan on his cows. He had to take them all back plus the increase in the stock, you no know, calves and stuff like that. The rest of the stuff, the rest of the people just had a kind of wait on it to like to pay them back. Were most were many people um, in this kind of fix <coughs> as you were down there? Well, we were just starting out. I don't know how the rest of them were. They were set most of them down there were settled except well the young people had their own Yeah, well they done better than we have. <laughs> With a lot of them is gone. We talk about her once in a while. So many down there is dead and gone. It's a lot younger than we are. Yeah. But see, they uh, all the youngsters we run around with, their folks on the farm, and my folks did too. But then they sold out. I lost my folks and everything down there, and she did too. So we did on our own. So you and we went to a farm close by there and got fellow with a dairy farm that we survived on until we came up here. And and your reason, and you came here in 1943, you, you said mm -hmm. on the phone? We still uh, owned, we weren't making up on the farm to pay off the debts we had, plus you had eye problems, and that cost me too. And uh, we were paying, owing everybody when we came up here. How'd you feel? How'd I feel? Yeah, how'd you feel? I was younger, a lot younger than I am now. <laughs> you felt? We felt kind of bad because we couldn't pay our debts. So we came over here and went to work. And I paid about two, three dollars at a time. So you, you came to St. Louis to in nineteen forty three, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you and you came because couldn't make it anymore down make there. It, well, see our boss on the farm was in re enlisted or yeah, in the reserves I guess and he had to go. And he left us there all by ourselves with a right. straw boss. And uh, we couldn't make it. He wasn't doing too good, so my brother-in-law and my sister came down and said, "We got an opening for you up here at McDonald's, so come on up." So, so they hauled us up there in their truck. They come with a truck when they came. Said, "We're taking you back with us." We didn't give no notice down there or nothing. That guy gets still mad at us about that, but we just couldn't make it anymore. He had a bunch of kids. He finally had to quit too. He yeah, had a he, lot of trouble. He was trouble boss, and he was. He grew a little bit off the side, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh -huh. no idea. So you were working at that time, uh, you were working someone else's yeah. land, yeah. Mm -hmm. but, and your it's land, it wasn't your land that you had sold, no. it was just somebody else. Yeah. Well, somebody we else. did it Another first before we moved over there, mm -hmm. but we couldn't pay the taxes on it. Right. So, we so you sold it. Uh, her uncle came on off really. so much for it, I think he got $100 out of it. 200. 200. Out of 80 acres. And we owed the tax on so we had to let it go. We couldn't. Poor guy, he's dead and gone, but he sure did get up. He sure did get me. Don't talk about your uncle. He couldn't do it today, but he did then. <laughs> they can't do it to us today, nope, right? They you, sure can. You're right. a lot. Yeah, it takes a long time, too. Um, all right, so, that, well, that was pretty good of your, was your brother. Brother-in-law and my brother -in -law. sister. Brother-in-law. Yeah, now, we, sister. we owe a lot to them because they got us started. We had to stay with them for a while that we get rent the place. Then we had rent move from here to there to there to there because I had four kids and I couldn't buy a place for 
Rule that wouldn't rent you one. one. You had kids. Yeah, the only ones would. you could rent was the ones that were up for sale. All right, well, and then you'd have to move back three or four months. I want to hear all about this, but I want to back up. You had four children. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you tell me how old they were when you moved here, they and who they there were? Let's see, forty-three. Carol was born. Yeah, Carol was born in forty. She was a baby. Frank was born in thirty-nine. And the other two was born in 31 and 32, weren't they? Okay. Yeah. So you had nine and ten-year-olds and like we three and like four-year-olds. Yeah, we had two families. Okay. Yeah. And all the same people. And, yeah. your, and your sister and brother-in-law, did they have children? They had two, two. Yeah. They had two. And so you moved in with them. And what was the address where you lived? Sixty. 6503 Eastern. Yeah, really three. His mother was living there too. Oh, yeah. she, she she lived was it, it was a whole house. It yeah. wasn't mixed up into like no. boarding. No, no, no. 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 Oh, in the same house. Okay, and so, uh, and you it, got a job. They had a place for you. He had a job for me. Well, he did, but I had to go and go through the interview. Uh -huh. Then, when I got up here, they had me already go to work, but then they wouldn't accept me until I. He had to take me back down there, and get a relief. Release from the farm. from down there, because I was doing. From whom down there? Well, my uh, boss down there, my farmer boss. I was John Niles. Yeah. The straw boss. Well, no, he wasn't. He was the boss. He was the one that gave him the payola. Okay, so he had to release you. They for had clearance. To yeah. Mm -hmm. Cleared now, you. I think I had to go to West Pine or someplace. I think so. Wasn't he a lieutenant, John or uh, Colonel? I don't know. Colonel, Colonel John Niles. Anyway. We had to go down to, I think, down to West Plains. Yeah, to get you went right. somewhere to get your release. Something had something to do with it. The farmers were backbone of the country because they raised food and stuff like that, and I was involved in it for years. They so you were milk, essential to like the that. war work. Right. To the war right. effort. Right. The one was uh, going from one essential to the other essential. Mm -hmm. And they were wanting, they were needing me, so. Where did the children go to school? Uh, they started the school at uh, Emerson School on Page Avenue. I don't even know if it's there anymore. Page and Belt, Page and Union, whichever one you want to call it. That's where that where, they that's where Warren and Thelma went to uh, went to school, and Frank went to kindergarten there. The girl then, they going then they graduated from Solan. Thelma and Warren did. And Carol and Carol graduated from Central. That's that we moved. And Frank graduated from the, what's the name of that, that school where he graduated from? The Auto Mechanic School. Hadley. He started at Hadley, and then they moved down on King's Highway. They don't call it. They some kind of a tech school. They call it that. They moved from. I know they, they did, but I thought it was the same place, same thing. Well, same it wasn't name. supposed to be the same thing, but they call it a technical high school or something. And you still working in the garage down here? Is he? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So your children went to school, and you went. You stayed home for a while. I stayed home till 
We're still on Easton. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, the kids went to school. There were three of them. The little one wasn't old enough. And then we moved on uh, Del Mar. And then they come back on the whole. No, no, we we moved in Beltford. We moved. You've gone all them moves. Tell me about the moving. Why? Why Belts did you move? Why? I'll tell you, you why. Because me. only for like I told you a while ago, the only place we could could uh, rent would be a place that's up for sale. And as soon as they sold, we had to move to another place. Real estate. Like, they wouldn't let you in there with kids and dogs. Oh, they let more less have your dog than with a kid. <laughs> it's true. Kids, you just could not rent a place with kids. Because and that was the only place we could get one to where they were so it ended up for sale. Why? Why? Why in those days didn't they want children? They thought. You tell they, me. They I thought know. kids tore up the houses. Okay, I didn't know if it was the noise or. Yeah. Was it? No. Well, probably, and if we had four of the best kids that ever lived. Never buy the thing. Mm -hmm. They better hadn't. <laughs> the woman that lived downstairs with us there was great. She yeah. take as good care of our kids as I did. Yeah. And we could if when when it sold, we could live there a long time. We could live there a long time. But they sold it, we had to go. Then we moved down on Delmar. And that's what hundred Delmar? What was the address? Five, five hundred Belt, wasn't it? Ah, Belt. No, I'm going the wrong. Belt is fifty five hundred. Going one way. Can't remember the forget 13, that. 1328. That's it. 1328. Mm -hmm. Belt. Upstairs. A. Upstairs. Yeah, we. Every place we went was upstairs. That's so. Mm -hmm. And then how about the Delmar? Delmar. That was. It was a two family that's right. That's close enough. I can't enough. say what it is. It's a 4100 mile. 4100. You know where Sarah's seat is. That's 4100 feet. 4155. 4155. Well, but it's McDonnell Douglas. Well, yeah, he, they bought them out, see. Yeah. So, but it was but McDonnell Douglas. But at that time, it was McDonnell Aircraft. We've rode a lot since I was working there. But you, you started work on 18th Street. Yeah, the 18th, 18th Street, Street Garage. In doing what? Work well, for McDonnell. Assembling a tail assembly for the tail C-47. For C-47? Was that a transport? No. What was it? It's a, it's a Goonie Bird. <laughs> I got a picture of it in it. <laughs> or did I have? Okay. What is it? It's, it's a. It was a warplane. It was for. I think it was mostly for a cargo plane. That's what I meant. Transport. Yeah. yeah. Transport. I was thinking about five years when you said transport. Yeah, C forty. I couldn't look at C forty seven. Yeah. They had sort of like a duck's belly. Well, yeah, or yeah they call it Goonie Bird. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. See, I didn't know much about it after it's all together. All I did was take apart. That's all I knew about it. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it until I got, finally got a little picture in the paper of it, and the paper about tore out. What about moving to St. Louis? What was it like during that moving? time? Yeah, at that time. Mm -hmm. Well, when I first got the message that I was going to come up here, I said, I don't know if I should take the job or not, because when I come up here, if I move my family up here, the war is over, I'm going to be out of the job. I have to make a living. 
And uh, so that's the chance I had to take. I had several of my friends around there what I should do. And I said, well, Bob, it's your decision to make. All I can do is just give you some facts both ways and you decide for yourself. So I decided to come on. And I had a chance. So right away I got one thing got scarce. You don't know anything about that, do you? <laughs> no. I had the food stamps and everything. I, I was just you've about, heard, you've heard about them, 11 and 12 at the time. Okay. You didn't know how things, how hard things were to get for your family to get, say, uh, cooking, oil, cooking, lard, the way we called it, lard at that time. Toilet paper. Toilet tissue, cigarettes, and things Sell, like that. Was same as gasoline. Gasoline was hard to get. You had to have stamps for in line to get a pair of hose. So, here's what I did then. I said, because that's a chance for me to get a second job to break in on something in case I get laid off. So I went to work at Kroger's store. As a truck, as a, uh, just a jack of all trades there. I didn't check or anything like that, but I stopped it. Stock shop, stock box. And uh, I learned I learned that, you know, I could do that. And so. See, did you do that at night? In the evening, yeah, on the Saturdays, you know. Uh -huh evening, too many hours, it wasn't full time, it was just a part time, so to get acquainted with it, in case I did get laid off, then I could go in there for full time, well, which I did. And when they got supplies in, you could always get some. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could always do when they came in, and that mm -hmm. place run around waiting in line for the side smoke at that time, place waiting in line for cigarettes, and lard, and toilet tissue, and uh, bacon, and stuff sugar like that. Flour. I knew when that came out, sugar and flour, I knew when that came in, so I could, we were allotted so much for each. Person, see. So you had your stamps. Yeah, we had stamps. Yeah, we had good stamps with them, but uh, we, we could get to them. We knew when to come in, and the employees were first to get get mm -hmm. some stuff. We didn't have to go open and go. We, we that was very smart of you, Bob. Well, I I was using my knowledge <laughs> like I always do. Did you make decisions in those days together? Did you just talk to you talk to your friends you know, about moving up here? I don't remember what we did. I think it did. The yeah, we did more or less. I mean, did you? Was it? Okay? How did you feel about coming to St. Louis? Well, like I told my doctor the other day, I had to do something to start to that. <laughs> so we come to St. Louis. Okay. And then, uh, and as far as when did you go to work? When did you begin? Uh, when Carol was kindergarten age, the baby was, because Thelma took her to school. That was in about uh, forty. That was six, maybe. So that was after the war. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So you worked at McDonnell Douglas. Did you? You were down at 18th Street. Then when did you go out? Well, I actually, I think I went to work. They took me out there before the war was over. Yeah, you worked out there before. You worked. I was laid off. The area when the garden no. war ended. Huh? You were what? No, I was laid off after the when war ended. I said you worked at Quality when the war, when the war ended. I Del went to Mar work after the after the war ended. Yeah, after okay, I was working out here for a while. That's right. Before, it. remember the um, C B uh, B twenty seven, I believe, or B twenty four. B seven. B twenty four. It was a big, it was a big airplane that McDonald was making the mm -hmm. uh, God, I don't know what part. Of it. They didn't make all the whole planes. They didn't make parts for this company and that company. Mm -hmm. And I was out there working on that too bending those big belly things, <laughs> skins. Bending the belly skins? How'd you do that? With a break, me and another fellow. He did the work and I helped him push it under there. He'd have to 
his fingers automatically drop like this, the long bar, and you stick that under there, and each time it make it bend a little bit, see? Mm -hmm. and then maybe we had to run through that two, three times, and we had to gauge then to go by to see how much it was. Excuse Jimmy, me. I'd like to know a little bit about what it is like to work out there in those days with the security. Yes, the security uh, is the very training. strict. Yes, we had a security badge and everything. You have to show that badge to get in and out. And, and how about the training? Training? Uh, I was trained on the job, actually, and I was smart enough, I guess, let's put it that way. I was smart enough to learn easy and quick. And uh, maybe I fibbed a little bit when I said I could use different tools, stuff like that. But I, that comes natural to me anyway, so mm -hmm. all I had to do was learn. I had a, a lady that taught me how to build it. I would build one thing. We build a, if I can remember what it was, training edge of it. Yeah, but uh, elevator. We're making the elevator for the empennage of the airplane. That they had different parts of the the empennage at the tail end. The empennage. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you ask me now? What's the name of that? Empennage. Empennage. Yeah, that's the tail end, tail section of the airplane. Okay. And uh, it's got different parts of it. And I was working on the elevator part of that. And both sides are the same, so you got to right and the left. And uh, my son and brother-in-law was the lead man at that time over me. I guess that's one reason why I got a pull in there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, once we got in there, I stuck in there. And then this girl, she's when I worked with her, we both worked together as a team, and she knew all about it, and it didn't take me long to catch on. We're out with somebody else. That was our neighbor on Bell. Yeah, as a neighbor on Bill. But we didn't know at the time. No, not at the time, but I soon learned. She yeah. lived with her folks down the street. <coughs> um, how was it to have women working in there? And had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> she was good, though. She was she's real good. She was good, though. She was very Engineer particular about it. Yeah. She was a good teacher, and I had to do everything just right. The ribs had to be cut down just so-so. And the rivet, the holes had to be drilled just so so, so they wouldn't be sloppy or anything. And they, all these holes that were drilled had to be inspected by an inspector before you put the rivets in. Mm -hmm. See, we'd drill out a bunch of holes, put these things together, and drill out a bunch of holes. And she would see it was, she she knew how to do it, so she told me how to do it, and I could do it then, same she could. I could do it when she was gone. But anyway, every hole was drilled. We had we drilled the assembly and put clico buttons in there to hold it together. Put what? Clico buttons. Clico. Clico. C-L-E-C-O, I believe it is. I can show you when I got some downstairs. Okay. <laughs> I got a couple. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what hit you in the eye that time. Yeah, that's, but that was later on. That, that was after the war. It almost ruined your good eye. You've been blind. <laughs> Didn't you wear something over your... I did from then on, believe me. I had, I had them. That's another story now. <laughs> <laughs> I had glasses in my pocket. And I had... I had the prescription glasses, but didn't have the prescription safety glasses at the time. But I had a pair of safety glasses in my pocket, and I had to take these off, take them off to read the blueprint. I could I could do all right without glasses for normal work, but reading I had to have glasses. So I take them off to read the blueprint to see what I wanted to do, and I got kind of a little bit tired of that. I had to do it so much that I just forgot to change glasses when I got up. And I started put this clicker button in, and then. Thick, the material was too thick, and he wouldn't hold it. 
fact is, it's hard for you to tell you what, why, because we were modifying the ship, part of it. It had to be EO'd. And uh, I had to put, in other words, I had to take it apart and put this piece in there. But it had pilot holes, what's called pilot holes, and little small holes. And these others drilled out with, with three sixteen holes, three sixteen an inch holes. And when they did that, I put that Clico button in there with that in there, and that Clico button would hold it because it was too small for the hole. Mm -hmm. That's where it got my eye popped. <laughs> Not good. No, it wasn't. The, the well, big steel went over the plant about that. It's showing where your safety glasses. And I was, at that time, I wasn't a safety man, but I was a safety man later. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> well, why did they move you from the 18th hmm? Street factory? Why did you get moved from the 18th Street Why, factory? we got rid of it? Why, why did oh, you get moved? Why did you get moved? Oh, well, I was a the same company. They, I don't know, they, they just wanted me out there and put somebody else in there, I guess, because... Uh, they, oh, they wanted me out there on that big skin. That's a, it was yeah. just still McDonald's. We had three or four places. They had places all over town at that time. And they still have where they go, but they, they got a big plan of their own now. Um, See, they bought out uh, Curtis Wright. Uh, so you you were, uh, you really, are we on Del Mar now, living on Del Mar now? Yeah, we lived on Del Mar until the war was over, didn't we? Okay. And we went from Bell to Del Mar. Yeah, that's right. Did you did you find uh, friends up here in those days? Well, yes, we went to hard up for friends. We had several friends. We go to dances, stuff, you know, in the evening with people like that. Were there people? Were your friends people that had come from other places like you had, yeah. or mm -hmm. were they? Dad and some of them in town. Mm -hmm. We weren't hard to make friends. Was there a, a lot of migrating? Did you find that to St. Louis in those days? Well, yeah, there are a lot of people like I came up from the farm up to places like this. Some stayed with it and some went back to farm. And why did you stay with it? I stayed because I had a good job. <laughs> His brother-in-law didn't even stay. I was getting up years, too, where I had seniority build up, so I was going to stay with it. Now, they wanted me to go into supervision, but I said, no, I'll stay right where I'm at. Because I get in supervision, it's going to knock me on my so, so I stayed there till I retired. And, and you, so you worked for McDonald Douglas? All the way through. McDonald, okay. how, well, how many years was it? 28 years. 28 years. 28 years. From the time I went in here in 43, I was only off six months. That's when the war was over and they laid me off. Then I went to work for Quality Dairy, filling in. And I liked to kill me there and I quit and went back to, I was still holding Kroger part time. All the way through. So we went back to Crowden and went on steady. And that wasn't making a living, so I had to go back <laughs> to Paul uh, to Dairy. And he, I got, they let me, took me back on there. And then when McDonald called me back, within six months, I could hold my seniority. So I told him I was going to have to leave. I gave him two weeks' notice. They gave me two weeks' notice to come out there. So, so Paul said, uh, well, he said, I hate to see you leave, Bob said, because you, you go out there and they'll lay off after a while. I'm sorry. Lo and behold, they, they shut down up. before I left, before I retired. So I, just, I made a good move over to where we went. I was lucky. You were lucky. I was very lucky. I'm glad you were lucky. I am too. Because yeah. um, I've seen so many people go up to the age of 
55 and so would you like my son? He was only 50-something when he crowed quit. Crow, 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 I thought I had him a good job there all the time. And he was had a good job. He left Kroger and, get, and turned it over to him. Yeah, I let him, I let him take place. my place and mm. part-time at Kroger's. And, and then in the summertime, he'd work full-time, see? And uh, then he'd call the service. Why? He went to service and he kept his seniors there just like the rest of them did when they worked at other places. What service when? Uh, Air Force. And what years was it? Uh, Utah, I don't know. I don't remember that. He never did go to war. Yeah, I, they okay. yeah, that sense uh, Let's get back to um, you. You were you, you were still paying off. How long did it take you to pay off your debt down the farm? You know, it, it took us about. Uh, I got <laughs> something else. I tried to borrow the money up here to pay them off down there. They asked me where I worked. I told them McDonald Aircraft. No, can't have it. So now if you work for Curtis Wright, we can let you have it. So I said, okay, just keep it. I'll go ahead and pay them off like a pen pay them I wanted to get all it wrapped up. I spent a couple of dollars at a time. And the federal government's the same way. So I hammered it out a little bit at a time. When I did, see, Curtis Wright moved out. And now we were getting all, we were getting a little raises on and on. And the house, the house rent was cheap where we were going, but we had to move all the time. Anyway, after we got took over Curtis Wright building out there, I came back down here to the same company. <laughs> One varsity money. We had to run How about loan me two hundred dollars? Oh, you? sure. Here, fill this all out here. Where you work? Said McDonald Aircraft. Here, fill it out. Now listen, I tried to get a loan here a few years back. Because I was working at McDonald's, and I hadn't been lost out of a job at any time. Well, if I did, but it wasn't long. But I did get laid off. That's true. But anyway, I went back. I had to. I had to dig them a little bit. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I didn't borrow no money from him. No, I was I doing all right. Now. <laughs> I don't need it. He said, "Boss, that's good Because that's when I needed it. Don't sure. it. I was going to pay it back. And I, I wasn't out of a job any time during that layoff, see, well, like six months. <laughs> um, did you all feel part of the war effort, or did you just have a job? Feel what? Part of the war effort, or did you just have a job? Did you did you feel like oh, what you were doing was oh really yeah. important? Oh, yeah. We had people there alongside us that went to in service down there, and some didn't come back. I was one of those who couldn't, they wouldn't take me because I just had one good eye. And I was missing the evening a little bit. So you felt it consciously that what oh, yeah. you were doing? We were very, yeah, we were very upset with some of our boys, you know, that we knew especially. Did they do anything at McDonald's? Uh, did they have any rallies or did they talk to you all about the war effort? Did they? Do anything to spur you on, or? Well, I, I can't remember getting involved in anything like that because that's about all I could do to take care of my family. Well, take I just meant programs, or did they anybody come and speak to you all, like? Uh, did Mr. Mack do something? Uh, well, we were kept in touch with the war, you might say, through McDonald because he he was always on the loudspeaker. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. he kept us up to date on that. I wish he was living today. Yeah. <laughs> you what? I wish he was living today. It would have been as best as then. <laughs> uh.
If I could read, then I'd keep up with other things like that. But I can't read anymore. Uh, right. So what did he say on the loudspeaker? What kinds of things did he say? You know, I've been retired 21 years, and he's been dead longer than that. I just don't know how to remember all those things. I'm sorry. He keeps us up to date on stuff that, uh, well, like the oil's going. And, okay. Uh, but and, was uh, it on your production type of thing? And yeah. Compliment you all? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, after the war was over, we built these new things, like the space program, you know, we went mm -hmm. into and uh, all that stuff. He would all, uh, anything that come up, like the president when he passed away or when he got shot, Kennedy, that mm -hmm. came over the last week. He kept us up to date on stuff like that. He, he did have to say, uh, 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 yeah. I <laughs> well, Where were you all? Do you remember when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor? Oh, yeah. Where, where you were? On the farm. That's way back there, isn't it? On the farm. No, that, no you talk about the Japanese. I think when about the other one. When Pearl Harbor was attacked. When the yeah, war started. Oh, yeah. How'd you, what'd you feel? Well, I wasn't too well acquainted with war at the time. But it was uh, kind of devastating. I even remember when the when in World War One, way back there. Yeah, I did that's too. I wasn't very old. That's a long time back too. I was going to grade school then. Yeah. How how would you compare the two wars? Well, I I just can't hardly tell you because I've got so much in my mind I can't get it all. Out. I don't <laughs> want to get it out. Um. Do you remember when Roosevelt died? Oh, yeah. Did that scare you? Yeah, it was a little bit. We missed a good president. I he was my bit. president. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I ever voted. I voted for him. <laughs> and did you vote for him every time? Mm-hmm. You know, we well remember when uh, we were, see, we got married right in the hard times. We had to move. We moved from uh, that farm down there up before we went to the farm, didn't we? Moved up there. I was working on the up to Kabul. Yeah, we moved Kabul there. there. That's right. In that old house. In that old house there. Mm -hmm. When uh, when the bank all went broke. Yeah, that's where we were. Lost what little money I had. I think five dollars or something like that mm -hmm. in the bank. Checked the guy. Eggs were a nickel a dozen. You couldn't change the nickel. Nickel a dozen. Nickel a dozen. Banks were closing. And we were owing those bills. And you were what? We were owing those bills. Oh, I had to work for a little job here, a little job there. I had no bottle tea for it. I'd run around in picking up these little jobs. Now you talk about down there. Mm -hmm. That was down, yeah. down yeah. in Kabul before, before, we, oh. before we went to the farm, wasn't it? So we came up the farm up here. Mm -hmm. When did you have an opportunity to get a car up here? Up here? Mm -hmm. It was quite a little while. We were riding a bus for a long time. And you, so you rode a bus? Did you ride a bus after work? Well, no, we had ri uh, somebody to drive Car a Carpool kind of yeah, thing? Yeah. Between you all, or, did, or was it something from McDonald's? No, it was just between us, whoever we knew we, we could ride with. Then did you have to pay them for the gas yeah. and stuff like that? Um, so we didn't have to. We, you, nobody was forced to pay anything. That was donation. Okay. Because it's in your That's all donation. I've I taken the people that way myself. Mm -hmm. After I got a car. Um, did you go to some war movies? Did you seek that kind of thing out? I never like to see them. Mm -hmm. I don't like to see them now. Um, did you have a victory garden? 
we never had while we moved around so didn't have a place mm -hmm. to put up when well, we, you know you we wouldn't sometimes wouldn't be six months or maybe a year at one place that must have been a very difficult thing for all i think it's i believe if i'm not mistaken it was 13 houses we lived in before we owned this 13 while the kids were still home and you were working and you were doing the homes yeah She's working and doing homework, yeah. I started working in uh, Ayers' Aid on Delmar. At what hospital? At St. Luke's. St. Luke's. Uh, it's, uh, it's regional. At uh, City. City. It's mm -hmm. a good hospital. Oh, yeah. Good hospital was the best. Good hospital, won't she work there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have uh, any service in there at all? Just what? No, uh-uh. Just regular people. Did you have any any relationship at all to anyone who was on the front fighting in the war? Um, were you involved? In, were your kids involved in anything in school, like scrap drives or? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, I don't remember. Did did you did the Red Cross? Did you ever get blood or anything like that? He came to McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. I couldn't give blood because I had, uh, what was it? Yellow jaundice. Yellow jaundice when I was 16 years old. We won't take it. Um, did they have blackouts here? Do you remember those? They just talked about blackouts, but I don't think they ever had any blackouts. Yeah. And the air raid drills? No. Um, what what have I not touched on that you think might be important or um, that you'd like to tell me about now that you uh, were into this? You never told what a time I had when we moved up here. About Frank having pneumonia and me having meningitis and all that stuff. stuff. I don't know. It's, that's the first year we moved and you just started work at McDonald's. And you were sick? The whole first year? Well, no. no. I think she's been sick most of the time. No, no uh, we went to the labor, uh, the, uh, our, um, la labor Day Parade, wasn't it? No, it's Armistice Day Parade. Armistice Day Parade. Up here in St. Louis. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. That was the first year we was here. Yeah, just for just well, to wanted to take all that in, you know. And. New to it. Frank, our little youngest boy got pneumonia from this parade, it was so cold. Mm -hmm. And he went to the hospital with pneumonia at Children's. And then he got out, and when he got out, then before before Thanksgiving, I went in the hospital with Ben and Jess. Mm -hmm. That was from McDonald's Ant, where I got it. <laughs> he really had a very difficult, Jesus. but his, he hadn't been working at McDonald's long. And the insurance has already taken over. We were lucky. Yeah. He'd been in and out a long time. I was, her eyes, she was just getting well from, from that eyes race. When she had that final meningitis, she'd go blind. Sure, yeah, that was down home. I had my now she'd leave me around. You all look like you <laughs> get along very well. You do. We enjoy ourselves. <laughs> I've been retired 21 years, I mean, and she's been retired 16 in 16. We're enjoying every bit of it. We got things going on. He's just lucky he caught us home today. He was uh, 21 years of 26th, and I was 16 years of 27th. Retirement this year. 
just the other day. <laughs> and our birthday is just this <laughs> birthday. is the 9th and 16th. <laughs> and you're 86? I'm 80. And you're 80. Um, and, you, and George Sexton said, that's okay, you can find him home. But you don't stay home, do you? No, we don't. We go, we go out. We don't have any car. He can't drive anymore on account of his eyes. We go on the, the we go on collar ride, the bus for the. Mm -hmm. And, and where do you go? We go to doctors. We go to dentists. We go to meetings. What kind of meetings? Uh, Retirement. One of them's eight thirty-seven. The one we just talked about a while ago. The labor. We have over two hundred about two hundred fifty people in it. Retirees. Well, how about scouting for me? How about finding me some work people that worked in Defense Springs? Or, or, mm -hmm. had, or were you in the war or whatever? <coughs> I, I didn't quite get that now. Scout for me. Look out for you. No scout for me. Yeah, oh. scout and go out and find me some, uh, some more people. Some more people. Uh, the war changed your lives. Yeah, it did. It made it better from now on. Of course, we didn't make much money then, but then. Uh, after the war's over, why? They started making new planes, see? And they call in six months, they called me back. So I've been there ever since. We made the wheel through all this uh, space stuff. It was so interesting. I didn't think it would work when I first started out with it. I didn't build any of that stuff. I tested, tested. Mm -hmm. made the stuff that they tested, because that stuff all I'd be tested for could go in the air. That was very interesting. I worked in the test lab when I left there. Your brother-in-law, he never stayed. That's, that was his big mistake. He was, they wanted us to go to the place they went. He said, ah, <laughs> no, we're I just stayed with my, because I was getting up years. I, you know, you get up past 40, well, you better stay where you're at. Yeah, Especially true. when you're in the union and you've got seniority. Um, Tell me about the unions in those days. How was it to be in? Very good. Very good, yeah. I go to my union meeting every month and to a retirement club meeting every month, and they're the best thing in the world. So they are, uh, been a great part of your life? Yeah. yeah. We go once, I was once a month to the station. Mr. Gate 37, business manager right there. Boy, is he good to us. William. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a black boy, but he's really good to us. See, we get our hall free out there. We get free refreshments. They work together at McDonald's. They take the, the, the ball game twice, or once a year, and we have, they give us a fish fry and a barbecue twice a year, or once a year. Everything, they furnish everything. We bring a covered dish. <laughs> Um, Mr. Williams, Black, um, did you, when you came from the farm, I wouldn't imagine that there were Blacks then where you lived? No, well, yeah, the Blacks bought our place out and made us move out at Christmas time one time. We were on, on the farm? No, oh, right over here. Delmar. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I ran him off the front porch one day. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to upset no about the place, and we couldn't get him. He couldn't find a place to rent. That's and right. somebody, one friend of mine that, that I worked with down there, and building twenty, building up. The, the only thing we had, John Wood, now. And you're yeah. building a good. He 
he worked down there with me and he didn't go back to work he had a he, he was a paper hanger paper hanger you talking about a black man or white man no he was white man okay. white yeah and uh he wanted to come work for him and well, interior decorator so he was yeah interior decorator and i i couldn't handle that kind of work it's not that's not my type see? Mm -hmm. but anyway we got when this fellow put us out up here on delmar right at christmas time we had one day at christmas and uh, we had to hold him off we couldn't get out we didn't have pay through so this fellow took us in down there in the basement the black no no, no. Oh, oh your friend yeah, yeah my friend, my friend. Okay. he took, took us down there and the, said you can stay in the basement i've got a room on the third floor you can sleep on sleep in and one of our boys our young oldest boy he had another friend that she took him in about all that mm -hmm. so we had the one girl and the two girls and two one girls boy up there third place and we had to take well, we had two rooms on it we had to yeah one we more. had to put our own heat in there and we didn't have much wash basin up there either we didn't have water up there no no toilet up there we no had we had to go, go down the first floor, floor. To, uh, to the to their floor. house first floor they lived on the first floor then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was hard living. It was hard living for about six months before I got this other place. Then when we bought this, we got this place. Rented, I rented from a, one of my bosses out there in the shop. He was going, I forget what he was going. Oh, he ran a little business down on the property. I mean, he had an old store building. That's how bad he was now getting the place. He had an old store building. Petitioned off, made three rooms out of it. And I bought the material that he put in that and a heater, oil heater. That was the only chance I got. We stayed there for five or six years, eight years, nine years. I think. Nine was. was your experience similar to? Was were other people doing the same oh, thing, yeah. having to move and move right. and move? St. Louis was just so crowded because of the. Right, and the people wouldn't let you get in if you had children. I think it's family's growing up so he well he went for he, he got into bed he could have a little money he would go in bed. Bob, in nineteen forty one, uh well you were what was your education level at that time? Yeah, high school, just like I am now. High school. Yeah. Oh well yeah, eighth grade eighth grade in high school. Okay. No, high school as far as I got. That's all my kids have got. I couldn't afford to get anything else. Mm -hmm. I had to stay home because my grandfather got sick and died, and my I had to stay home and help take care of him. And my grandmother couldn't stay by herself, and we had no buses to transport kids back and forth. I lived ten miles from the school, and I never got to go to high school. I wanted to be a nurse. But you got you were, were a nurse's aide. A nurse's aide, thirty years. And did you enjoy it? Oh yeah. I I like the people, <laughs> the patients. <laughs> Not particularly crazy about some of them I worked with, but <laughs> I like the patients. Um, your children. That's a lot of moving and different schools and how did it work? Well, they didn't have to change schools so much. Not too, they? not too much. We, uh, they bus back and forth, didn't they? Yeah. From, uh, they, they bus, yeah. you know. Oh, so they could just yeah. keep going. Well, mm -hmm. that was helpful. They get these, uh, passes, you know, every week's mm -hmm. passes. That mm -hmm. wasn't too bad, like it is now. 
Well, you both look very settled, very at peace, actually. Um, mm. You were gracious to me to allow me to come and help me get here. <laughs> Patient. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate it. Um, but let's stop and think about the. Uh, in fact, let's turn this off a minute. Baptist. It was a Baptist. Uh, let's see, I thought. Uh, well, she may be Baptist. You talk, talk about oh, that. Oh, I'm going to tell her what I told my own preacher. <laughs> tell me what you told your own I preacher. did. I went to, when we went to instructions up here to join the Lutheran Church, uh, I, we had a class in a room with, with him teaching. And he asked me about my church. And I said, well, I live between a church on each side of it. Both of them. One of them was a hard shell Baptist and the other was a free will. Free what? Free will. Free will. And some of the class laughed. And he said, don't laugh. She's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to, we went to church in the morning to the hard shell. We went to church in the afternoon the free will. <laughs> we did. Didn't I gave you one so we didn't do it. We like to dance and have a good time and have fun. Baptist, and I think that's half for our life right now. Baptists does not believe in dancing. <laughs> but they're the best audience <laughs> when you go <laughs> You always wanted to be a nurse, you said. Mm -hmm. And actually, I guess you could say because of the war, you got as close to it yeah. as you possibly could. Closer than you would have if there hadn't been a war. Yeah. I liked it. I liked to always like nursing. And if I got a high school education in the country, I had a school director that was great. He even had me a place to board, but I couldn't leave home. Mm -hmm. And I stayed there with my grandmother, and I was still there when he moved from Arizona down there. I was still living with her on the farm. Bob, did you get out of life what you hoped? Let's put it this way. I got out of life, but I went after it. <laughs> I got, I didn't get maybe everything I wanted or anything like that, but my health has been good. Life is really what you make it. I think so. I've had my problems with her getting, keeping her in and out of the hospital, but yeah, I'm I still got her alive. 89 is when I fell out that door. Broken. Yeah, broke this leg. This knee, this shoulder is still crippled. That was August of 89. In May of 90, I had open heart surgery. I had a valve put in and a bypass. And I'm still recuperating, I guess, from it. I don't breathe like I'd like to, but Y'all are doing all I'm right. I'm live with it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really we can talk all day. We could. I think we'll, we'll talk. We'll turn the tape off and keep talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I'd like to, to ask you is uh, your wages at McDonald's when you started. When I started for uh, 45, I believe it was, 45 cents an hour. 45 At night. At night? Yeah, that was a bonus. That was a bonus pay included. Forty-five cents an hour, and then. Then uh, I went to school for blueprint reading, and uh, I got transferred in out building those buildings out there where make that big skin up to anybody. Mm -hmm. Then I got on the missiles, and I was the first one thing, and I, my wages kind of went up, and I get in a little higher brackets, you know. Mm -hmm. 
we had grades. We had one, two, and three grade, or three, two, and one. One first grade was I in the in the plant. And then I finally got promoted into the experimental, which gave me a, another grade. I had two more rates there to get up, and I see for that. Piece up in the test lab, which is very interesting work. Well, what was your uh, rent, approximately? I know, and I'm rent? asking you to go back a long way, but during the war, when you came to St. Louis, rent? what kind of rent were you paying? When we, we the belt. When we, the belt was our first one that we rented, we lived with the folks there on the Houston. Was that about 70? 70, 75, I think I'll say that right. Probably 50 or 75, somewhere around there. We finally got up to 100, the highest we ever got to on. What, $100 a month? A month. A month. Yeah. Before we got to rent, before we, before we moved here. Even Dylan's was first. It was a lot. There was $100. That's far as we ever got. Some old pussy. Then we moved to. Well, that wasn't. We moved here from Michigan Heights. That's right. We moved to Michigan Heights. Then we bought the place from our oldest daughter, from her husband. Bought this house from mm -hmm. your oldest son. Yeah. Um, what was that considered? A hundred dollars? Was that considered high or medium? It was uh, medium, I guess, but as much as we could stand to get. Like we had to have at least three rooms for our children. One for boys, one for girls, and one for us. And that's the reason I never could buy one because getting enough money ahead for a down payment to buy at least a three-room house. Mm -hmm. We never had a three-bedroom three home. I know. All the time we was a mother. I know. Well, we yeah. had three rooms for bed for one for boys and one for girls and us. <laughs> on college, when the old store building. Well, from there on, where we. We had uh, one bedroom for the girls and us and a bedroom for the boys. Yeah, but up till then, from then on, we got three rooms. On the Dodier and on the Greer, we had three rooms. Yeah, we had that little bedroom yeah. off the hall on we had Greer. A, we had upstairs on Greer too. Yeah, we had the uh, bedrooms upstairs and I called the attic. See, the first <laughs> decent place we got to rent was one Greer. on Dodier. We had to pay a hundred dollars to get that. Remember that we keep it the way it was. Yeah. Well, we had to pay him a hundred dollars. We had to pay the man that we rented, that we got it from. That's the next hundred. Yeah. Paid him a hundred dollars just because we answered the ad, and he said he could give it. He knew how to place it. We could rent. And then when we got got to touch with him, it was a hundred dollars down. Yeah, we get it when like it was. You got it when you left, and we did get it. Carl, <laughs> I want to ask you some questions. Um, how did you manage? Uh, you had when you went to work in well, I guess '46. You said, all right. So you you were at home and and you had to stay in line for for things. Yeah. And what kind what what kind of food did you fix in those days? Dinners. I'd fix uh, something like stews or or. Uh, Cook most of it before I left home and make it warm enough when they come in. Because I, I worked. You always had me a lot of coffee, mate. I, I worked. Coffee. I worked the evening. I'm talking about the war during the war years. You weren't working then. No. Yeah, I was, because the war ended on Delmar. I went to work on Delmar. 
I thought you said you went to work in 46. It was 46. Okay, well, that's after the war. Yeah, so, that's after the war. Yeah. So what, what was available to you to, to feed your family during the war? Was your stamps and the rationing? What kinds of foods were you able to fix? What kinds of dinner? We, we could get uh, uh, some, uh, we could get meat, we had, I, I wouldn't have a lot of meat, but I'd mix something with it like uh, stew, carrots and potatoes and mm -hmm. onions and stuff like that. And, and, and we'd beans, have, good old beans. Yeah, beans was a great, beans? great, uh, I love beans, beans. yes. Yeah. In fact, we had beans for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best food you'd eat. That was about our best. That was up here, but down in the country, he asked our son, he said, many a time we've ate cornmeal, uh, mush, and milk, right. uh, Mom. said, yeah, we sure did. But we had canned fruits and stuff. Oh, yeah, we, had, had, we could garden. have our own garden down there. We had I had 300 and some cans of fruit when I come, and stuff when I come to St. Louis. I'm going to turn it off oh, again. Okay. <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, you're telling me when you were in the country. When I was in the country, I was bashful. I wouldn't talk. I didn't say much. But unless somebody made me mad, if, I, if they made me mad, I didn't have a temper. Well, what changed things for you? Well, the one thing I think was that doctor about my eyes. When my eyes went bad, I lived in the country, and we had the four kids on the dairy farm. And my, I had an eye one evening. I was getting supper. And it came a blur over it, just like you rub your eyes sometimes and it blurs, but it never cleared up. And I went two weeks, and the other one went the same way. We didn't have no insurance, no money, so uh, they was having a, and ten miles away in a little town, uh, from another town, a doctor was going to come, and he was going to run a clinic that day for eyes. So I thought, well, I'll go see what he has to say. So I went out there, and when he went to examine me, he said he examined me a little bit. He said, "Have you been playing playing with soap bubbles?" Well, that made me mad, and I landed on him. <laughs> and I said, "Listen, you," I said, "I've got four kids, married, and got a husband." And I said, anybody that has that much work to do has something else to do besides play with soap bubbles. And I walked out. Good for you. I went down the street to a, just a regular MD. And I told him my problem and told him what the guy said. And he said, well, I'll examine you. He said, I'm not an eye doctor, but I'll look at your eyes and I'll see what I can see. So he got there. He said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, as I told you, I am not an eye doctor, but he said if somebody would take a pen and just pick all over your eyes with a pen point, he said that's what you're looking through. That's the way your eyes look, and it's between you and the outside world. And you, that's best you can see. Mm. He said I recommend that you go to a good eye doctor. Well, he recommended one in Springfield, Missouri. And I said to him, can I go to Columbia? His sister lived there, and his sister is a registered nurse. Can I go up there? I said, I'll have to take some of the kids with me. And I said, I can stay with her, and she, can, she will get me a doctor. 
And he said, sure, any place you want to go. So I took three, three, three of the kids, and he kept the oldest one in the country with him. And I went to Columbia, <coughs> and she took me to this eye doctor, and he examined me all over, and he said, you've got TB of the eyes. I said, no, I don't have no TB of the eyes. I've never heard of such a thing. I'm not going to accept that. You have to do better than that. So he said, well, he examined me some more, and he said, well, I'll tell you what, your tonsils is part of the cause of it. He said, I'm going to take you down to the university, and I'm going to take your tonsils out myself so that it won't cost you a lot of money because I know you ain't got it. And so he took me down to the university, set me down in a chair, wrapped me all up, took, set me there and froze my tonsils and took them out. <coughs> now he said... Did you have anesthetic? Just freezing, that was all. Just frozen with needles. And I went to the hospital and stayed. I went home that evening. And he said another thing, your wisdom teeth bad. you got to go to a dentist. So I went to a dentist. He pulled all four of my wisdom teeth. One of them was grown through the jawbone. <coughs> and he had to practically take a cold chisel and a hammer to get it out. My jaw swelled up. So I couldn't afford to stay up there all the time, so they told me I could go home, go back to the same doctor that sent me up there, <coughs> and he would report to the eye doctor. You're leading up to how you learn how to talk back, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so they sent me home. I was taking vitamins. They cost 10 cents a piece, every one I swallowed. That was a lot of money at that time. And yes, some other pills. Two a day, one or two a day? Two a day. One a, two a day, I think it was. <coughs> so I went, I went to the doctor in the country, and he told me, he would examine me, and he would report to my eye doctor in Columbia. They put colored glasses on me. Not co not colored glasses, black glasses, as black as that thing. I've still got them someplace. I wore them two years. Yeah, guys dilated them. He dilated them. I had, had to wear them because I couldn't stand the light. I couldn't read. I couldn't see how to do anything. I did it anyway. I said, if I get something in the food, you just have to eat it. So I went two years before my eyes cleared up. So I asked him, I said, now I want to ask you a question. I went two years from the time it started till it ended. I had no pain. Why? He said, if you had to let them go, your eyes, the, the secretion in your eye that your eyeball rolls in would have dried up, that would have rolled in a dry socket, and you would have had to have them taken out because you could not stand the pain. They took my colored glasses off after two years. My best friends didn't know me without them. Passing me around the street, they didn't know who I was. So then, then is when I went to 
come to St. Louis and took meningitis right afterwards. 